Hello, my Inner Circle members. Welcome to About to Invest Like Richard Harrington Part 2. <laughs> so as you know, I'm Richard Harrington. Um, I'm a global investor and a philanthropist. Important, this is Part 2. So if you haven't watched Part 1, you want to go back and watch it because we will be building on that um, in this section. So it's, um, I'm really excited for this training because it really empowers you to be your own investment manager, it empowers you to be your own broker, because like I say, brokers make you broke. So um, many people ask me, Richard, how do you research stocks? What makes a quality business? And so in part one, I said, look, it's the fundamentals. It's, um, it's, it's three things. It's um, the profitability of the company, uh, the current ratio, and um, I forget the third thing now. Oh yeah, return on equity. If you're like Richard, what are what are you talking about? Go back and watch part one of the video because that really forms the foundation, the bedrock of my share research reports, which you get every single month. So with this video, I want to go uh, even deeper um, in part two. So I want to start from. The beginning when I'm looking at a stock, I literally go to Google <laughs> and I type in uh, let's do Visa stock price, right? So to keep the theme of part one, which we we compared Visa with MasterCard. Okay. So I go to Visa um, and then so um, yeah, this is on the Google page. And that's the current price right now. If you buy the stock, it's $212.52 for one share. You can literally check the year to date, where we are now. We is halfway through the year. Um, and then what you can actually also do is you can go uh, more about Visa. And then you can actually compare it to, so you can do year to date, where we are. So it's about where it was the beginning of the year. Right, it's about um, about 3.9% down year to date, so like 4% down. You can compare it to MasterCard, MasterCard Inc. So Visa is the blue line, MasterCard is the yellow line. As you can see, they move in tandem because it's the same industry. And you can actually um, compare that further to uh, the S&P 500. And you can see the S&P 500 is the light blue line. It's even lower. So um, yes, MasterCard and Visa is down at the moment, but they um, outperforming S&P because S&P is way down 14.12. If you track in the market, you'll see it's basically the tech industry that's bringing the market down. So and this is where we speak about hedging, which is a video for another day um, where you want to um, pick a different industry to hedge yourself. So the market is down by 14%, but the financial sector is only down by, by 3 to 4%. If you were to be in, um, let's say, the oil sector, let's take Oxy, um, Oxy Petroleum, um, Occidental Petroleum, that is actually up 122% year to date. <laughs> So as you can see, you can hedge yourself in different industries. So even if the market's down, doesn't mean your portfolio is down if you are hedged properly. But that's for hedging, which is not what I want to cover today. But I'm just showing you guys 
This is all our Google Finance. So if you go back, what I really like is Yahoo Finance. As you know from, from, from previous video, I use Yahoo Finance. It's on the Google Sheet. You just click there. And then Yahoo Finance will open. And, and the part I like to go is statistics, because that's when you go deeper. Right. So in part one, I looked at uh, the profitability, the profit margin, a return equity and and the current ratio for part two i want to look at um i want to look at three things number one i want to look at uh, how much cash it has on its balance sheet uh, so visa has 13.5 billion cash on its balance sheet because it's important because um what this what this means is that they have enough cash right to meet any short-term obligations 13 billion and also um, any new opportunities they can invest in and they can also invest in research and innovation so it's very important that they have cash on the balance sheets okay and then the what is in line with the cash on the balance sheet is the payout ratio right so the payout ratio is what the company pays out in forms of dividends to its shareholders. So if you know me, I don't like a company that pays 100% of its dividends because that means if everything of the profits is going out to the shareholders, what is left to reinvest into the company and expand the company? Nothing. <laughs> so I like a company with a low payout ratio. And um, a 21.82% is a very low payout ratio. Because that means about 21% of the net income of Visa, of the profit of Visa, only gets paid out to the shareholders. And 80% is left back into the company to reinvest into expansion, research, and innovation. So I like a company with a payout ratio of less than 50%. I mean, 21.82% even better. So they have cash on the balance sheet, $13.53 billion, and they have a low payout ratio of 21.82%, um, which I like. Um, and then the next thing I like to look at is um, the book value, right? So when we see a price to book value, 12.76%, right? 12.76, uh, so it's not percent, it's 12 times price book value and then if we go down to book value per share 15.83 so that's one i like book value per share okay so the book value is very important for value investors which is which is what i am right which is what warren buffett is value investors. so we get the market value um, yeah, per share which at the moment is the 212 I mean, dollars per share. And then the book value is 15, right? So um, how do you get the book value per share? What is the book value of the company? It's basically just uh, assets, less the, less the liabilities, that's your net assets, that's the book value. The book value is very important because many people buy businesses and then they open the books and it's mostly debt. They never bought business, they bought debt. So the market value is what... Um, is the demand and supply showing the market price of the business, right? But the book value is the balance sheets. 
the total assets less the total liabilities, the net assets. So um, when we're looking at the price to book value, how they work that out is they take the market price, right? It's uh, the 200 per share, and they divide it by um, the book value per share. So let's make this simple. If, if you have Visa and I'm just saying, for example, they have um, your total assets of 100 million, they have total liabilities of 75 million, that's a net book value of 25 million, 100 minus the 75. Then that net asset amount, 25 million, you divide that by the total number of outstanding shares. And that's how you get to 12.76. Now, is this high or low? It means nothing if we can't compare it to something else. So if Visa has a price to book value of 12.7, what is MasterCard? Because remember, you want to compare apples with apples in the same industry. So uh, MasterCard has a book value of, so you go to statistics, of 46. <laughs> so that makes Visa more value for money based on the fundamentals, because the price per, per book value is only 12 times with Visa. With MasterCard, it's 46 times. And you can also see um, the book value per share is seven times, whereas Visa, the book value per share, um, Visa, the book value per share is 15 times. So I would rather on a price to book value by, by, by uh, Visa, because it's only 12 times its book value, Whereas MasterCard, it's 46 times. So you want to go the lowest book value. Okay. So, so far we looked at how much money um, your Visa has on its balance sheet, 30.5 billion. And what's the payout ratio of 21% of its net income is paid in dividends, right? So let's just look at MasterCard before we move on. How much cash they have on the balance sheet? Is it more than 13 billion? And is the payout ratio less than 21%? Okay. So MasterCard, MasterCard, uh, the cash on the balance sheet for MasterCard, it's 7 billion, so it's literally half the cash that Visa has. And it's paid ratio is more or less the same, 23%. I mean, Visa was 21%. So, so far I'm liking Visa because it has more cash on its balance sheet and has a lower payout ratio and it has a lower price to book ratio the lower the better. Uh, the final thing we can look at uh, before we end this part two training is um, what is Visa's, just wanna go back to Visa. Um, what is Visa's peg ratio? Now, many people like to look at uh, the, the price to earnings ratio which is the market price divided by the earnings per share, right? We call it the price tag of the share. So that's nice for, for beginner investors. So, uh, so Visa at the moment has, has a current ratio of 31. 
So that's high because usually the average ratio of the market is between 15 to 20, the PE ratio. So what that means is 31, it means I'm paying $31 to earn $1 back. So that's very high. Um, so trailing means it's the 12 year historic earnings, right? Forward PE, it's the 12 year forecast earnings of 27. So what you're looking for is, is a forward PE that's lower than the current PE, because that means the growth will increase. So don't get hung up on the technicals too much. All you want to do is you want to compare what is the trailing PE, historic PE of Visa compared to MasterCard. So for Visa, I need to pay $31 to earn back $1. Market price divided by earnings per share. Let's see what it is for MasterCard. Okay, if the MasterCard would load, that would be great. MasterCard, okay. And you go to statistics. 34 and 32. So it's more or less the same, but Visa has a lower price to earnings. So I'll take Visa because I'm only paying $31 to earn back $1 earnings. With MasterCard, I need to pay $34 to earn $1 back in earnings. The forward PE is lower than the trailing PE, so that's a good thing. Um, so, so far it's neck and neck between Visa and MasterCard, but Visa bumps it up a bit because the PE ratio is a bit lower on both sides than MasterCard. The last thing I want to have a look at is the PEG ratio. So the PEG ratio just stands for uh, the price to earnings to growth. So this is five-year expected, which I like because as investors, we don't invest in the short term. We invest five years from now, 10 years from now. We invest for the future. So they have a PEG ratio of one and a half times, right? Um, so usually we're looking for PEG ratio that's under one. That means it's an undervalued stock. Um, over one, it means it's overvalued stock, but one and a half, it's very, very marginal. So I'll say that's a good peg ratio. Um, one and a half, but now we have to compare it to apples with apples. So MasterCard is one and a half. Let's check what is Visa's uh, peg ratio. The Wi-Fi will work with me, Visa, okay, Visa Inc. I go to statistics, uh, peg ratio of 1.6. So MasterCard had a lower peg ratio, 1.5. Visa has a higher peg ratio, 1.6. I like a lower peg ratio, but it's very marginal. So um, I think you guys, if you watch part one, you already know your homework for part two. Your homework for part two, um, giving this new insight and new details on what to look at, um, what do you think is a better investment buying Visa as a business or buying MasterCard as a business, looking at comparing the trailing PE, the forward PE, and the peg ratio between Visa and MasterCard, looking at how much cash they each have on the balance sheets, and looking at uh, the payout ratio that they pay out that uh, net income to profits. So I'm mean, judging it on a payout ratio, the cash on the balance sheets, 
uh, the trailing price earnings ratio, the forward price earnings ratio, and the pick ratio, and also the price to book ratio. Which will you go for? Visa or MasterCard? Let me know um, in the comment section below. And it's okay if you change your answer. Maybe in part one, you said, okay, Richard, based on the profit margin and the current ratio um, and the return on equity, I choose Visa. But now based on uh, the price earnings ratio, the book value ratio, the cash they have on the balance sheet, the paid ratio, I'm choosing MasterCard. It's okay if you change. Let me know. Because the bottom line is you can't base your decision on one ratio, right? So never base your decision on one ratio. Base it on the holistic viewpoints on many ratios, many data points. The deeper your research, the more returns you'll make in the long run. Remember what Warren Buffett says, risk comes from not knowing what you are doing. So the more you research the business, you're lowering your risk. And at the end of the day, it's all about risk management. The poor get poorer because they avoid risk. They want to put the money in the bank because they want to avoid risk, but then they expose themselves to the number one risk, which is inflation. So what you want to do is, um, you don't want to avoid risk, you want to manage risk. And one of the best ways to manage risk is research. Well-researched, calculated risk. And you want to start in the fundamentals. So I really hope you got value from this training. I'm trying to give you guys as much as I can. Because if I can do for you what Warren Buffett did for me, that is my significance. That is my purpose. That is that for me fulfillment. So please, guys, do your research. And we're using um, MasterCard comparing to Visa for a reason. You must compare apples with apples. We're not comparing MasterCard with um, Occidental Petroleum uh, or MasterCard with Levi or MasterCard with Apple. No, we're comparing apples with apples. <laughs> so if I look at Apple, I'll maybe compare Apple with Microsoft or Apple with Samsung because it's the same technology industry. So once you get your ratios, they mean nothing standalone. You want to compare the ratios with another company in the same industry. And then you can also compare the ratios with the um, industry as a whole. So you can like, take this even further. You can compare um, the price to book value with MasterCard and Visa. And you can compare the price to book value of MasterCard with the whole financial industry. Are you with me? And then you can even compare the price to book value of MasterCard with the whole S&P 500. Then you can see, oh, this is undervalued, overvalued. Why? Because it's relative to its peers. It's relative to the sector. It's relative to the whole S&P 500. Guys, I hope you got massive value. Once again, well done for joining my um, inner circle because you are investing into yourself. And you, you really make a decision that you want to build wealth for the long term not chasing short-term gains or short speculations. No, you want to build wealth for the long term because you invest into businesses. That's what Ron Buffett says. Stock market is a collection of businesses. People lose money because they look at the stock market as ticker symbols, as graphs, as trends, as patterns. No, no, no. It's businesses. We're not stock pickers. We're business pickers. Invest in a quality business and over time, the stock price will follow. Many people 
buy stocks and it goes down or goes sideways and they wonder why because they didn't research the business when you buy a quality business no matter what happens in the market over time that business will increase because you looked at the sales you looked at the profit margins you looked at the payout ratio in the form of dividends you looked at the current ratio you looked at the profit margins um, you looked at the price to book value you looked at how much cash they have on the balance sheets in case of emergencies, in case of investment opportunities, you looked at all of those things. Numbers don't lie. Uh, well, guys, this is Rich. If you're wondering where am I recording this, I'm recording from the beautiful Panama City. And um, I'll chat to you soon. And check your inbox always once a month for my latest share research reports. And let me know um, which, which ones you're leaning more towards now, Visa or MasterCard, and as as your decision changed based on part two from the decision you made in part one. Let us know. This is Rich saying much love from the beautiful um, Panama City. Happy investing. Cheers.